The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. I got a fever, and the only prescription is for over the line! This, I'm sorry, Smokey, you were over the line, that's the problem. Is the Cigar Authority. Is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? The Authority. Is that a serious question? On everything cigar. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. And out of the cigar industry. Sounds pretty awesome. With your host. You have to use so many cuss words. David Garofalo. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Mr. Jonathan. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. Barry Stein. The scotch on the rocks. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps. Maybe the Glengow. Any Glen. It's time to light them up. Sounds really fun. It's time. Cool. Cool. Cool, cool. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more cowbell. Light them up. Light them up. Light them up, everybody. Saturday, December 2nd, 2017. Broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Soundstage. It's episode 401. And Jason Wood is the VP of Sales and Marketing at Miami Cigar. They're the distributors of La Aurora. And they have an old technique they're bringing back. They call it the La Aurora DNA. Welcome, everybody. To the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority, broadcasting over eight years, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog, on the cigarauthority.com. And with us via Skype is Jason Wood from Miami Cigar. Jason, are you there? <laughs> it never fails. Is his head frozen right there? It seems like it's frozen. You, you know, it all leads up. The music starts playing. Everything's going. And then all of a sudden... It Hang ends on. up crashing and burning. He might be, we, he, and, I, and I was here. I saw you doing the test. Yeah. So you know it's not us. Right. It is you. I told you. It's it was working. You. That's what made me Who nervous. Who else is it? Is it me? It must be. Here I am. I can't throw the ball and catch it. All right. right. So uh, we're going to just dial him back. Dial him back anyway. So the, the odd thing about the cigar, mm-hmm. we're going to light it up. The La Aurora DNA. And the DNA, it's the DNA, the heart of the, of the soul of the company. Right. But it doesn't say DNA. They call it DNA. It says DNA. It says ADN. Right, which I have in my notes here to ask Jason what's going on with that. Why is that? Uh, But it is a Dominican cigar, and it has the red, white, and blue, but it's just the red, white, and blue of the Dominican Republic, not the red, white, and blue of the United States. So I would imagine that. Who knows? Well, in the Who meantime, knows? should I tell us about the cigar? Why well, don't you do that, parents? I guess. All right. Today's cigar is the La Aurora ADN Dominicano, better known as DNA. It's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by La Aurora Cigars, and today we're going to light up the 5x50 Robusto. It features our Dominican Republic grown tobacco as a wrapper, fertilized in the Sabao Valley. The binder is from Cameroon, authentic from Africa, and the fillers are the Dominican Republic, USA, Nicaragua, and Induyo, and a single cigar price is $7.39, where a box will be $129.99, which is a savings of $18 or 12%. And if you order this weekend or up through this week, and in your comment field, if you write DNA, we're going to send you a Laura Aurora DNA torch lighter. 
And uh, if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. I right. think he's, he's here with us. He's moving and grooving over there. We're live. Can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. And you have a scratchy voice because you came up here to visit in New England and uh, you paid the ultimate price, right? Coming up here I in the did, winter time. It's not even winter, yep. though, actually. Not till uh, December 21st is the first day of winter. This is just a warm-up of winter here in New Hampshire. But anyway, Jason, thank you for coming on. Sorry for the technical difficulties. It's part of our charm, technical difficulties. This is what we do. But there you go. I, yep. I, I can definitely understand that. I definitely <laughs> understand it. So we're going uh, to cut and light the La Aurora DNA, what you call it. But on the band, I see it says ADN. Was this, a, was this an error? No, it was not. So the actual the cigar was released in the Dominican Republic. So they did the the actual uh, release in Santiago uh, for Pro Cigar. So the cigar festival in the Dominican Republic. So DNA is just in in um, when you switch it to Spanish, it's ADN. That's the the acronym that it comes out with. So that was how it was registered. So then obviously once we brought it to the U.S. market, we did a slight adjustment to the band. And on the bottom of the band, it does a Dominican DNA. Just so we can relate, um, so the U.S. consumer can kind of relate and understand what it, what they were trying to get at. So it's just basically the Spanish translation for DNA. And in, in Spanish, if they were talking about DNA, they would say ADN. ADN, yeah, is what is what they would say. No kidding. Okay, yeah. so that's interesting. And the red, white, and blue on here is is for Dominican or, or for the United Absolutely. States? Absolutely. Yeah, Dominican. Uh, Domin- it's the Dominican flag. So okay. the the flag of the country. And uh, for those that are, that are watching on, you take a look at the band over here. And the band is not like a regular band where it goes straight across. You guys have it kind of tilted sideways, so it's, it's actually taking up, um, you know. It takes more, up real estate. It's quite, it's more real quite estate. the footprint. It is. Quite the footprint. Right. So, uh, it's supposed, it gives it the feel of, like, the, the actual flag. So, like, the flag flowing, that was the, the idea and the concept behind the artwork on, okay. the, on the band. So it uh, gives it that, that feel to it. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Really Good. can't see it that far away, and he's using this camera ah. for his Skype, so. All right, so let's give it a cut and light, and we'll uh, see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Okay. And uh, just to not keep Jason waiting here, we're going to light our cigar with the Vertigo Buddha. There's some, there's some sweet raisin taste in that. Yeah, there is. Nailed it. That's what I'm tasting. Are the two of you done? We're done. <laughs> Can I move on with my commercial? Up. Go ahead. Go get on with the commercial. All right. So the Vertigo Buddha features... Four jets, a flip-out bullet punch. It's shaped like me and Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Big and round? This is the, yeah, uh, it's like uh, on the side, and the center part is the biggest part yeah, of it. Yeah, it's the opposite it of nice, hourglass. It has nice love handles. It's, it's just The hour. opposite of an hourglass. Correct. Yes. This is not exactly uh, shapely. You wouldn't compare this to a human. I would call it very shapely. And uh, it is... <laughs> Portly, perhaps. Round is a... Is a uh, Round is a shape. Yeah. Uh, so it also has the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, but they went double wide on this bad, Larry. Yeah, they so did. So you're going to fuel these jets for a good long time without having to fill it up. The Vertigo Buddha retails for $39.99. That is one hell of a lot of lighter for $39.99. So Just saying. 
So, Jason, as we light this up, yes. I'm sure a lot of the listeners aren't familiar with Induyo tobacco. Mm-hmm. And what can you tell us about Induyo? So right right off the bat, what, uh, what Dave was getting there with the raisin, the sweetness, um, it's going to be a different tasting tobacco, so you're going to be able to notice it right away. Um, even from the, the beginning processes of curing the tobacco, it's done completely different. So um, for those that are familiar with that process, normally the tobacco is hung in the curing barns. This one is done totally different. So uh, when we talk about Anduyo, it's a large stack. So um, what they do is they roll the they roll all the leaves together and create this long stack. Um, and then they go ahead and tighten it time by time. You can see and we have different videos that we use to show the retailers and the consumers as well to show that process as to what it is. Basically, the moisture is taken out. Um, kind of like when you wring a towel, you know, when sure. you wring a towel, you're getting the moisture out. That's what I can kind of compare it to mostly without without having the actual Anduyo. It's a huge stock to show you guys on video. Um, think about wringing a towel. So that's how this tobacco, so up to 60 leaves are put in this large stock. It's anywhere from six to eight feet. So it's a big stock. Um, and they, they actually wring it with the with the ties. If you go onto La Aurora's website, you can also see it too. It's a it's an interesting process, believe me, to see how it's done. Um, it goes over for about from six to eight months, the process, and they wring it anywhere from seven to eight times. So what they're trying to do is get it as, uh, obviously, as dry as possible and allow it to cure, but at the same time, avoiding mold. Because when they're obviously, when the moisture is present, that's something that can that can be uh, um, in, the, in the tobacco. So what they do is they constantly they use the palm tree leaves. So imagine these huge palm leaves. They stack them on the floor. They go ahead and they start piling this tobacco in there, and then they roll it up. Um, for lack of a better word, roll it up like a big fatty, I guess we can call yeah. it. Yeah. And then, and then they're going to get these ropes, and with the ropes, they go tightening, tightening, tightening. They let it sit for a couple of weeks, open up the palm leaves, check the tobacco, make sure everything's okay. Is the moisture going out? Is there no mold forming? Beautiful. Then we're going to go ahead and we're going to rewrap it. We're going to retighten it, hold it another two weeks and do it again. And this is um, non-fermenting tobacco, just green tobacco leaves they start? Correct. Same, wow. Just same like what, same from the curing barn type. Instead of, think about instead of the whole curing barn process, it's going right into the, right into the Anduyo stocks. So picked green and then rolled up in these palm leaves right. and then you, you go to it. Exactly. And, and being tight like that and moisture's being out, a fermenting process happens at that point. Exactly. And the, the, so the interesting part of it is obviously with tightening and tightening and tightening, it's not going to be like this uh, pliable, loose tobacco like what we're used to, you know, when, when the, guys are, the guys or girls are rolling cigars, making the blends. Um, so it's not very pliable. So what they do is after this entire process, La Aurora has come up with a way to go ahead and um, they add moisture to it to expand it so we can actually get those long leaves back again. And those are the long filler leaves that you would see in the in the DNA right now. It sounds like you're getting a much more concentrated flavor because normally what would happen is you, you're bringing the humidity of the leaves in your compost pile up close to 100% because you're wetting the leaves down, you make the pile, and then the heat is what ferments and concentrates the tobacco and you end up losing some moisture that way. What it sounds like is you're just forcing the moisture right out of the leaves from go and now you must end up with a much more concentrated flavor. Correct. And the, the whole the whole process of it is what this is this is how the Dominicans learned from day one. This is what they were doing. So the Anduyo tobacco is the indigenous tobacco of the country. Um, it's what they use to chew. They smoke it in a pipe, and now they can actually smoke it in a cigar as well. So it, everything ties back together. So when we're talking at the beginning, we were talking about the name DNA. Why DNA? Um, it's La Aurora's way to show and to share their DNA with the rest of the rest of the world, and in our case, for the rest of the United States. 
um, bringing that indigenous tobacco to the country. This is the first thing that they used to smoke and chew. And now we're going to be able to actually try it in what we enjoy, which is the premium cigar. And the process, is it more costly, less costly, more time consuming, less time consuming? So it's, it's, um, it's more labor intensive just because the amount of times it has to be re-rolled, the stock re-rolled, opened, checked, tightened. But the, pro- the time is not as long as the normal time it would take for any of our other premium cigars. Um, as far as the cost, if it's if it's costly, if it's more or less, that I don't, I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure. So we'll have to get Guillermo on the phone and ask him. As you know, I mean, this is a pretty copycat industry that, you know, somebody ends up coming out with something the next thing you know. And uh, I'm wondering if we're going to start seeing more and more of this, even though it's an old process, it's like bringing right. back this back. We're going to start seeing other people end up doing it. I don't, I don't know if it would have any effect on a cigar brand of the, the where they process it, the tobacco leaves this way or that way and still right. make their same exact blend. But is, is this a, it's faster and um, they need to speed up the process as a way to make it happen mm-hmm. faster. I, I personally, I don't know what, what La Aurora would feel about it, but me personally, I would love if other people started to do it because that would mean more than likely that that our product was a success, right? And they're seeing it in more and more stores. So if if we do see some Andujo products that from coming from other factories, um, I mean I wouldn't take any heart. I would I would take that as kind of a pat on the back as we did something good, and they're trying to, to continue that trend. That's the opposite response that uh, David Garofalo takes. The opposite stance, rather. Yeah, yeah. He, he gets, gets he gets get bothered pissed. by it. I get bothered by it, but <laughs> yeah, uh, stop sleeping. Yeah, that's all right. Um, is there a sausage called Andujo sausage? I think that's andouille. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, friendly andouille. Like a Louisiana sausage, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, okay. That was yeah. my confusion there with it. Um, no sausage flavor here. I'm getting a combination of sweet and spicy, like if you sp- <laughs> spiced up a little kettle corn. That's uh, that's what I'm picking up right away here on the initial light. It's it's not mild. It's plenty uh, it's, of flavor here. That's yeah. yeah. It's not the the blend is very interesting because it has it's got a bunch of stuff going on. Obviously, it's going to have the majority of the blend being from Dominican Republic, but it also does have some tobacco from Nicaragua, some tobacco from the United States, and uh, African Cameroon in the binder. So it's got it's got a lot going on to it. It's it's a very complex cigar. Yeah, there's a lot happening here. I, I'd go as far as to say one of the f- more fuller bodies, La Aurora's than I've had. Definitely, there's yes. definitely some extra strength to this that's not synonymous with La Aurora. Yeah. And it's nice to see them step outside their comfort zone. Mm. Uh, but the DNA isn't the only thing really from La Aurora that's picked up a lot of steam this year. There's also the Time Capsule series. Absolutely. The Time Capsules, uh, so we released those um, early in 2017, and we came out with the Corojo and the Connecticut. The whole concept behind it being is um, we're sitting in the factory one day, and we're always... As you guys know as well, you guys have your brands as well. It's coming up with names. You would think that's like the easiest, that's like an afterthought type of thing. Let's come up with the blend. Let's get the right blend and everything ready, rolling, get the sizes. The size is easy. The size, I mean, the name is really not that easy because so many people have things trademarked and creativity can only go so far. So uh, we went to, um, I went to the factory one time and I started talking to to Guillermo about like Coca-Cola, for example, every so often they go back to their old school packaging or their old school uh, can. Same with Miller Lite. They go back to the old school. I'm like, you guys have such a huge, vast array of brands. I mean, you started in 1903. You started rolling cigars in 1909. You have so many brands that you've done through the years. Like, we need to do something with that and just make it easy and denote it with the year. So on each release of the 1987, that just denotes the year, the first time the factory used Connecticut wrapper. So the first time we used Connecticut wrapper was in 1987, La Aurora 19, 1987. 
So it's it's easy. It's simple. 1962. That's the first time we used a Corolla wrapper. So those were the first two releases. And then now, uh, last year we released the 1903, which is the Cameroon. And like what Barry was saying, it's it's um, it's taken off and it's done great for us. It's at a great price point, first Absolutely. of all. Absolutely. Yeah, the uh, price is unbelievable. Cool. Yeah. Unbelievable. Laurora, we, we do great with any of the preferidos, Puro Vintage, Guillermo Fernando. They're all higher-end um, price point cigars. But, you know, obviously there's all types of consumers. The, the market is full from the $1 or $2 cigars all the way to the $20 cigars. And we've had a little... More of a difficulty getting into that four or five dollar range, but now being able to get that cigar uh, before local taxes under six bucks from a quality factory been around since 1903 and be able to provide all these varieties, it's helped. And people are saying, Wow, man, I can get a Laurora cigar for six bucks, not 20. Absolutely, give it a try. And the, the blend is a very quality blend, and thankfully, it's been doing very well for us in the market. I like what you said earlier about how people don't understand how difficult it is to name a cigar and most people mm-hmm. put the onus on the blending but let's face it how many blends have come to the market as an accident because you're working on a blend for one thing and you come up come across one that works so well and you're like oh we're going to bench this for for later when we come up with the name and that ends up being the part that takes the longest yeah and it, it always happens till you finally the team comes up with one we're like all right we love it Get on USPTO, take a look, taken. You know, right? <laughs> back to the beginning, like back to the drawing board because it's, and it happens. It's so many, there's more times that you get a good name, you like it and you look at it and it's already taken than the other way around. It's, it's, uh, it's I would just start adding the number two to the old name, you know. The, the no, as opposed to the people that show up at the trade show that did not go into USPTO and show up at the uh, trade show and then the lawyers are all walking around and it's, yeah. it gets ugly. So you, you, you do your homework in advance. So Miami Cigar itself, I mean, you guys have the number one flavored premium cigars. I mean, you got, you got, a cigar for every every aspect of it, but you guys Correct. are number one in it when it comes into that uh, window, mm-hmm. right? Yes, yeah, definitely. So that one, that brand is uh, very important to the company, and then very important to the family. Also, the very brand important is named to you, after- very important What's to that? you, very important to you. It's like going very home, important right? To me, it's na- named after my wife, so, right? <laughs> so that one always always has to be one that that we're pushing and moving. And actually, um, in 20, 2018 is going to be the twentieth anniversary of the brand, so it's a wow. it's a big milestone for the brand. Wow, yeah. your wife's only twenty. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> that's what she wants to be said. That's what she Next wants. Question. She- <laughs> <laughs> so that obviously is Tatiana. And, uh, yeah. and her father, who, who's Nesta Miranda, with, with a cigar mm-hmm. brand after him. Um, and um, the uh, Don Lino and all the different brands that you guys have and distributing yeah. for La Aurora. And what about Toscano? So Toscano is an interesting brand that we brought, we brought uh, into our portfolio two years ago. Uh, for those that don't know, that's the, it's the number one cigar in Italy. They don't, they don't call cigars cigars. They call them Toscanos over there. Which that was once I heard that I, I was it gained my interest. It's kind of like we don't say soda, we say Coca Cola, we don't say uh, right, we say Kleenex, we don't say tissue. So it's the brand recognition is huge there. They have over ninety nine percent market share. In getting to know the team and the guys over there more and more, um, it's everywhere they go, every country, little by little, they start taking over market share, and it's just the belief and the strength of the brand that they have. It's um. It's amazing. It's amazing when you try it for the first time. You're like, oh, this is this is so different. Like it's a different shape, different feel. The the notes are totally different. It's it's a dry cured tobacco. You're like, oh, I don't like that. 
But, you know, just give it a try. Just try the cigar. Every and once in a while, I have to have one. I mean, yeah. I, I, and, you know, being a, an Italian background myself, uh, this mm-hmm. is how we grew up with these type of cigars. Uh, Toscanos, right. Parodis, they own Parodi mm-hmm. now, too. Um, yep. And w- that's a U.S. tobacco that's used in there, isn't it? So it has, in some, in some of them, they do have uh, Kentucky, some Kentucky, and some, um, I can't forget, the other, all Tennessee. Some have Kentucky, some have Tennessee tobacco in it. They're all rolled in Italy, though. Yeah. Was yeah. there any concern when you guys uh, took over some distribution for them that there was going to start this whole rumor mill of the possibility of them taking over your company, as, as <laughs> other large companies have done? Right. I, we never really thought about it, to, to be honest. Uh, the partnership with them has been great since the beginning. Like I was saying originally, they're, they are so supportive of their brands and whatever needs to be done, they take care of it to the fullest. They're a great partner, but as far as that, we never, we never really thought about well, that. Well, excuse me if I'm wrong, but I think you started that rumor yourself, wasn't it? You yes, I did. Yes, you did. I did okay, start that. Was, that was me. I, I thought it was. Do they, uh, is there some reciprocity over in Italy? Are they going to do some distribution for La Aurora over there and get... Uh, Get you yeah, guys a little so recognition. They, they um, in this past uh, trade show, the Inter Tobag and Dorman. So we work side by side. We're we're very fortunate to have two partners that are very strong internationally in La Aurora and Toscano. So um, and I just I floated from one booth to the next, and they're just both so supportive. As wow. obviously La Aurora makes the Tatiana brand for us, and then Toscano Tatiana they don't really there's not really a, a competition there. Right. So they were helping me back and forth. So it was I had that benefit to be able to have two two companies that have over 60 different distributors throughout the world. And to be able to meet with them, and they would let me know, all right, you want to be in on this one, uh, this one not too important, this one yes, this one not. So to have that whole like roadmap set up for me was huge. So the reciprocity that they give us on the international side is definitely, uh, definitely huge. So you're getting some movement out there over in Europe? Yeah, so Tatiana's always, um, it, it's had its footprint in the international market, but not as big as we would like it to be. So through through the help of both of both of our partners, they've been able to help and get it out there more. Uh, my challenge now in 2018 is, so those doors are open. We have about 22 distributors right now currently, is to start getting Nesta Miranda and the Don Lino into the international market as well, because those have been a little bit more difficult. Uh, just because it's it's so strange, because we're so we're going on 29 years in the states, but internationally, I'm we're we're not known. So it's like we're a brand new company. So it's it's interesting. It's exciting because it is a different. It's a different game, so I like that. The the struggle and the hustle is different over there. Well, speaking of your time, you, you're now eight years in the cigar business yourself. Yep, I am. And uh, I'm sure a lot, a lot you have learned, a lot more to come. How's the road been? How how was it for you? It it's been it's been amazing to be honest. Um, so working for a, a small business, family business is the first time that I've ever done it, and uh, through trials and tribulations, the whole thing you see. Your decisions, I always say the same thing. Your decisions are felt, whether good or bad, you feel them right away. That was a great call, man. That was that was a dumb call. We shouldn't do that one again. But you feel it. I never had that in any of my other jobs prior. So that's that's the cool thing. It's instant gratification or it's an instant learning lesson. That you know, you know what? All right, we tried that. We justified it. It was going to be a good idea. It was a horrible idea. Just scratch it, but don't forget it because you don't ever right, right. that one again. Some of the most yes, valuable lessons are mistakes, right? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And then just pick learning, learning from everybody, different parts of the business, how to run a business, cigar industry stuff. So it's all just learning different pieces here and there throughout uh, throughout my travels, throughout times in the factory, 
uh, picking everybody's brain and just learning as much as possible has been has been the key. And thankfully, everybody's been open. I haven't I haven't approached one person yet that's kind of been a little hesitant to talk to me or open to talk about the business um, or how to even run a family business or anything like that. So I've been very fortunate with that. Good. Jason, just to backtrack into DNA for a minute, we got a question from our chat room. Yeah. They want to know if the process for Enduyo works with any type of tobacco or if there's a specific type of tobacco it works with. So my company, Miami Cigar, we're more distribution, sales, marketing type of team. I, like I said, I have the times visiting the factory. I learn more and more. We do visit the farm sometimes. I don't have such a vast knowledge of that part of it. Um, but if you would ask me if I would say yes or no, I would believe that it would be yes because it's the same process. Like it's a tobacco leaf at the end of the day. So I would believe that it could be done, um, but don't try it. <laughs> I, I definitely ask somebody that would be more, uh, yeah, more I'm educated. Gonna, I'm going to imagine a, a shade wrap, a very, very thin, may run into, right. might might be be run into too much problems, I would guess. But right. uh, that, that's for uh, a, different, a different person there yeah. uh, to do. So 2017 is coming to a close. Mm -hmm. What can we expect from Miami Cigar and La Aurora for 2018? 17 was a quick one, man. I swear they took a couple months out of the year. Yeah. It's crazy. You're getting older. This is what happens. The older you get, man, time flies. (laughs) I just took my daughter to to high school entrance exam test. Oh, my God. Wow. uh, Yeah, that was um, something else. But 20, 2018, so 2018, like we said, we have two uh, two big milestones. One that we spoke about already is the 20th anniversary of, of the Tatiana brand. Um, and the other one is in 2018, Toscano completes 200 years. Wow. So it's, it's their 200th anniversary. So um, be on the lookout for a lot of things we're going to be doing for both of those brands, um, just as their anniversaries approach. Uh, different things as far as like uh, for Toscano packaging and all different like lighters, promotional materials, all will have a, a new secondary logo that has the 200th anniversary. Um, the U.S. market is still getting used to and getting the education on that brand. So it'll help when you're learning something new. Oh, this is a brand new thing. It just came out. Oh, no, it didn't. 200 years. Right. So it, it'll definitely help them on that. Um, so those are the two the two main players continuing to build on uh, La Aurora's portfolio. So we're only going to come out with a, two probably two small things at IPCBR. So no big on releases. Um, we're very happy with the portfolio that we have currently, and just to grow to grow on it as much as possible. Um, we we go ahead. That's really the that's really the struggle is deciding whether or not you're going to grow your portfolio or whether you're going to grow the bottom line sales at the end. And I do believe that there's too many companies out there launching these big rockets and trying to have these big releases of what's new, what's new, what's new, and they leave their regular portfolio behind. I think that's a smart right. play. To take care of what you have, take care of your base, and just keep growing that. Yeah, and it, there's just so much more. It's, it, it's so. There's like La Rona is such. It's a sleeping giant, to be honest. In my in my opinion, for the the power and what they have in the years of the industry that they have, there's so much more that we can do with that brand. And just in the, the past couple of years, cleaning up the portfolio and now going strong with a strong portfolio of offerings from, like we said, the six dollar offering and time capsule. Through 107s all the way up to the the preferidos at 20, 21, 22 bucks. It, we have everything for every consumer on there, so it, it's not. You had to do little short runs here and there where possible. Now sometimes it's a little more difficult, obviously with FDA. But doing little things to spark interest in the brands is great. But we already have every offering, in my opinion, necessary uh, to get to that next step. So now it's just it's on them to keep that production and the quality in line, and then it's up to to Miami Cigar 
to go ahead and get that product out there, promote it and market it and get the, the product in the consumer's hands. Do you think that would be your play if the FDA was not an issue whatsoever? Or do you think that the FDA's uh, no coming out with new products uh, um, has kind of forced you down that road? So for me, for me personally, I, I like the route that we're taking right now. Um, the factory did have, so they had releases already ready. They planned two or three years out ahead of time. So they did have stuff, they had stuff ready to be released, but because of FDA, it's all been put on the, on the back burner. Um, but for us as the distributor of the brand in the United States, we got 160 something SKUs of La Aurora already in our portfolio. Wow. It's a lot. Like it's, it's a lot of SKUs. Gotta think they have, so they have six wrappers, six different wrappers that they use that can be used in almost any blend. So it's like you release one, it's like six of them. So like the preferidos, we came out with the Parejo formats, which are just straight formats, more affordable price point for the consumer. So you come out with it in three sizes. So it would be normally three SKUs, but for us, it's 18 SKUs because they have six different wrappers to match each different tube. So it's a lot. That's one release, but it's 18 SKUs. So you can say that I have, we have enough releases for like four years because they're all already out there. It's just now to give each wrapper its its focus and its attention to get it out in the market and get it moving properly. Yeah, so you mentioned um, your, your focus over in Europe is you're kind of the new guy out there. You have to introduce the cigar over there. They, they don't know about you, even though you, you guys have been around a long time. Uh, I, I look at it the same way, Toscano, 200 years, but it I would say if you asked 100 people, 98 of them aren't going to know a Toscano in the, in the U.S. probably, and they need to be almost introduced or, um, you know, taught people to, to try it and, and give it a shot because there is, sure, a, there is a reason why it's 98% of all sales over there. You know, it's obviously a great cigar, and, but it, it's not for what the American people are used to. Correct, correct. So what we, we did a pilot program at the end of this year. So it actually just ended now at the, at the end of November. We picked two territories and we did a couple of promoter events. So um, kind of just like a, a stop and chat type of deal at different retailers throughout the different territories that we did just to get the familiarity and to get the brand out there for, so people can ask questions. Um, when you see the shape of the cigar, it's a very different, weird looking, a kind of little gnarly looking shape. Yeah. They, but the consumer looks at it and they automatically they ask, they're like, what is that? And because it's so different to us. So right there, then it allows the promoter to go ahead and start talking about the product already to them and let them know the tradition and the history of it. Uh, why it's different, what Kentucky Fire Cure Tobacco is. And then once you say it's it's amazing, that once you do say Kentucky Fire Cure, then a lot of our consumers, they trigger. They're like, oh, I've heard of that in this cigar and that right. cigar. Okay, exactly. So that's... But that's these guys were doing it way before everybody else. Right. And everybody exactly. was copying that brand. So it, it's so exactly. odd that uh, it's exactly. gone full circle <laughs> and you got to kind of introduce the old one, bring back the old one back. So Manuela mm-hmm. Noah, who's the master blender for La Aurora, is listening in the Pacific Northwest okay. with Ed Ryan, their rep Beautiful. for Miami Cigar. And uh, Manuela Noah says it could work with any tobacco, but it's usually Criollo 98. So when they do the Indullo, the they usually use Criollo 98, but anything could be used. Anybody could. Okay. So that's the guy to ask, right? He's the guy in the factory doing it. So Thank he's you. listening on. <laughs> That's the man. That's he got you back. He is brother. the man. He's a great. He's a great man and a, a very smart man. So, uh, all right. What's our early thoughts of you? The first thing I want to say about it is, boy, this burns slow. Yeah, it does. I wonder if that has anything to do with that process of what happened. Why the tobacco burns so slow? Uh, all of us are not even halfway done with the cigar. We're half hour in, into a robusto. This was a robusto. Yeah. Correct. We went with the robusto. So you're gonna have an hour long robusto. 
It looks like At here least. or more. So uh, what are we getting for, for flavors here? Besides that, what I'm getting is a full-bodied um, flavor. I'm getting the, a little saltiness, a little sweetness. I definitely get some of that kettle corn that Jonathan was talking about earlier. Um, but it's ridiculously smooth. He, he does feel warm. Are, he he feels a little cold. warm. I think he may be uh, feverish. Yeah. He's agreeing I with me. I felt like Meredith Vieira with Matt Lauer. I just got felt up by the co-host over here. Yeah, very uncomfortable. <laughs> very uncomfortable. Can't do this anymore. You think, you no think more it touching. was comfortable for me? <laughs> you enjoyed think it. it was good for me? <laughs> if I hated it just as much as you did, it doesn't count. I'm going to wash my hand out of that. Is that what we're going to go with it? Uh, is this your taste profile? You like full-bodied? Jason, Jason, are you talking to me? Do you, do you, is this more your taste profile? Do you like full-bodied cigars? or? I, so I'm more of a more mild to medium smoker. Okay. Um, but I have I've smoked the DNA and it is one I don't think it's too overpowering that I cannot smoke it. Right. Um, but it is it is a little bit higher on the on the scale of something that that I would smoke on a regular basis just because I do tend to smoke a little bit on the lighter side. Yeah. So what's your go-to? Um, so on our the Nicaraguan portfolio, the Nesta Miranda collection, the Connecticut. Yeah. By far, that's that's uh that's my baby. That one's that one's dear to me. That's uh. You're welcome. A project that I did with uh, Mr. Stein. Yes, so now, you guys worked on that <laughs> together. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, that was yeah, good times. Yeah. He says you're welcome like he had anything <laughs> to do with it. I, I almost didn't make it out of the country alive because I thought Jaime Garcia was going to kill me. But that's another yeah. story. That's a, a story yeah. for another thing. Well, th thank you for the support of the Cigar Authority. Uh, first and foremost, thank you for coming on to the show. If, if there's ever something new that you want to bring on, by all means, we'd love to have you on. We appreciate your time and uh, everything. All right, guys. I, I appreciate all three of you. Thank you everything you guys do and everybody listening. Keep smoking. I appreciate the support from everybody out there. Thank you very much. All right, we're going to go to break now, and when we come back, uh, the contenders of the Cigar of the Year is out, and the Cigar Authority Care Packages is uh, being opened and for sale right now, uh, but with uh, SBA, um, that's the Small Business Association, I was uh, talking to them this week uh, about FDA, and that could stop all this, and I begged them to please stop. I'll tell you about that and more when we return. We're live from Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. This is David Garofalo, and you've heard me say it over and over again for many years. Please support your local cigar retailer, and I mean it. If you don't buy from them, they will go away, and then what? There'll be no place to go. That being said... Sometimes you're far away from any cigar shops or a place that doesn't carry the stuff you've been hearing about and you want to try it. That's where TwoGuysCigars.com comes in. It's the number TwoGuysCigars.com. And unlike most online cigar shops, at TwoGuysCigars.com you can buy a single cigar of whatever you want. You don't have to buy boxes or even five packs and suffer through cigars you might not even like. One of this and one of that is acceptable, appreciated, and commonplace at twoguyscigars.com. That's the number, twoguyscigars.com. Thank you for your business. Ooh, we're gonna have fun. When the Cigar Authority returns on the United Podcast Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. 
In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the diamond crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman's Garco or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, 
handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced a cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. Hi, this is Nestor Miranda from Miami Cigar, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And we are back, live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Soundstage, going back in time with the tobacco method, because actually we can't go forward, I don't think. That's right. Can only do the old stuff. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. La Aurora DNA, or as it says on the band, ADN, which is just the Spanish pronunciation of DNA. That was a great answer. Whether it was true or not, we'll never know. I'm going with a messed up. Oh, my God. The bands are all wrong. What are we going to do? Uh, let's say that We're this gonna is... We're going to trick all the yeah. gringos. <laughs> it, it, it's possible. Now they know a little Spanish. Yeah. So uh, you had quite the adventure this week. Yes. Heading on up to Concord. Yes. Um, what happened was I got a call from the IPCPR, and they said, you know, uh, Donald Trump is seeing that all these FDA regulations that come out um, and more, more to come, that more, more are coming in and, on, in all industries. He said, uh, when he was running for office, what I'm going to say to the FDA is anything that comes in to the FDA, two things have to be removed. And I, I believe it was not just the FDA. It was all government regulations is yes. what he was speaking about. So um, they put this... Um, panel together to go around to different states. And I think they're hitting about 15 states to start off with, then reporting back to the president and saying this is the information we gathered. So, of so, course, of, uh, when they pick 15, New Hampshire has to be up there. Yeah, it, w- it was one of them anyway. New Hampshire and Massachusetts were one. So they called up and said they're going to come to New Hampshire. Um, so I said, okay, when is it? And they said, it's in three days. And Thanks for the advance notice, yes. folks. Um, would you... Um, basically represent the cigar industry and go and, and say this is the issues that are happening there. I said, sure. Do you have some bullet points of things you want me to hit and whatever? And they said, yeah, we'll send that to you today. And, um, you know, they're going to give you like a five-minute uh, to talk. So, you know, get right to it and, and take care of it. Inquiring minds want to know, did you uh, make it the full five minutes? Twenty. I thought so. <laughs> I thought so. And here's how I did the 20. So they, they got up at the panel and said, you know, this is the story what it is, and rather than to put people in order or anything like that, everyone, nobody wants to be the first one to, to go up. Wrong. 
Right. <laughs> uh, is anybody want to raise their hand and just be first and break the ice? And I raised my hand, and they said, okay, come on up. And I did that for a couple of reasons. I'm, I'm first in, I can be the first to leave. Yep. Um, also that um, maybe they would give me more time as opposed to being the, the guy at the end. Now it's you come only on, have five it minutes left. Right. So I want to get as much in as I possibly can. I want them to ask questions. And this is very different than when I speak um, to the Senate or Ways and Means Committee, yeah. for example, where they all hate you. This is the complete opposite. These were the whole audience was full of business people themselves that are being overregulated, and the people from Small Businessmen's Association, business people, and they are going to get this information and report back. So what I have to prove to them is this is overregulation, right? Easy enough. So I said, okay, this is who I am, and this is what I do, and let's talk about what FDA is happening. Um, there was one woman on the panel whose head was going back and forth, and she said, I actually know about the subject, which was fantastic. I don't know the and other. not bagging on women in general, but I would say the vast majority of our clientele are men. Right. So to have a woman be educated on it really means that they've done their homework. Yeah. So they, and they knew who was coming in because you had to actually uh, get, your get a ticket. You had a, a ticket of, um, to receive a ticket, you had to give them all the information of what you're going to do. I guess so they're not lopsided, you know, yeah. they don't know what's going to go on. So what are our problems? So, you know, I got into, this is, you know, all the regulations we talked about that's happening with FDA. Um, and I got to every bullet point I could in four minutes of the five minutes I figured I ended up having. And then I went into actually a conversational point at that, at that time. And I said, you know, it's the Christmas season right now. <clears throat> and, you know, this is the time of year where somebody may come in that's not a cigar smoker that would be buying cigars for somebody. And, you know, there's very expensive cigars out there. Let's just take a box of cigars that costs $500. And maybe that person would come in and say, yeah, I'm interested. And I really want something elaborate. And I can show them the packaging and stuff. But what I would like to do is actually light the cigar up and maybe let them sample it. I said, so you go to a wine shop or something, maybe they have a little sample for you to try before you go for the $300 bottle of wine or of something. Of course. Wouldn't you expect that you'd want to do something like that? I said, well, we can't. It's against the law. As of August 8th, it's against the law. So they're not going to end up buying the whole box of cigars. So another way to do it is to make a sampler pack and put one of those and one of this and make basically the Whitman sampler of cigars and have one of those in there. Well, this pack would have it. I said, so that would be a nice way for me to do it, right? And their heads are going up and down. And I said, can't do it. It's against the law. Well, why would that be against the law? I said, that is manufacturing. I said, to be honest with you, I never made a cigar in my life. I said, you can't. We don't make cigars. Well, that's not true. When you were in Cuba, I did ah, see you roll one. Yeah, that was. You told a lie right there. Right, right. So the key is here that it's not manufacturing. Putting one of this and one of that. Because it's already been manufactured. You're not altering the band. You're not doing anything except taking it out of one box and putting it into another box. Right. So I said it would be the count and the, the different cigars, and that would be the problem. I said, now somebody is um, having a baby, and they want to celebrate the birth of their child, and maybe they would want a secondary band on it would have the name of their baby. And they said, do you do such a thing? And I said, we used to do such a thing, but we can't do that anymore because it's against the law as of August 8th. We At can't this point, are you pounding your fist yes. in some sort of dramatic yes. fashion? like I'm doing now. Nice. Yes. Uh, and then they started saying, how about somebody's wedding? If it's their wedding and they want a special band, I said, no. It's Hang on a second. 
So they start they asking started, the ridiculous questions back to you because right. they're on board at this point. Yes, and then the audience is with me too, and it's like, oh, my God, uh, uh, of what it is. So it was a great environment to be in because everybody was like kind of on my side as opposed to usually I'm the, You're the guy there. And, the one and only guy in the audience <laughs> right, right. delivering. So I think it went well, and uh, after I was done, I could have certainly left right away, but I wanted to see the other people that got up. So farmers got up, and agricultural people, and people in, in manu- different manufacturing, all these different things. I sat through a few of them, and then I got my jacket, and when the next guy was coming up, that was my exit to go. But outcome coming after me was one of the reporters from the oh newspaper. God. The so, last time you spoke to a reporter, you ended up above the fold right. on the front page of the Boston Globe. Right. I don't Le- like where this is going. stayed after 10 years. But it went good. And he, he said, you know, let me just clarify some of these things you wrote. Blah, 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 blah. And we clarified it in the hallway. And he said, oh, great. Okay. And the next day, I got some press, right? You, you put it out there. Yeah, you were in the uh, newspaper and fairly well quoted, too. I think yeah. they gave a, a good uh, a little synopsis about you. Yeah. And, along with some of the other people that were there, too. And uh, I'll tell you of um, this was an opportunity for any industry or any person to it was a gripe session basically yeah which is perfect for me right <laughs> I can't, it's tailor-made right um, only about 30 people showed I don't know how many people they were now, allowing to do this but there was for only- all the people and listen it's well documented that I voted for Donald Trump and it's also been documented that I was really only about 30% for him I wish he'd shut his Twitter off and, and knock that nonsense off I kind of like it to be honest with you but there's a lot of people in the cigar industry, factor. Skip Martin, that are <laughs> constantly posting anti-Trump stuff. But when was the last time that a politician got in and said they were going to do something good that ends up being beneficial to the cigar industry and actually at least starts to follow through on it? We don't know what's going to happen. Things could be blocked in the Senate and so forth. But he is making putting his best foot forward to try to make a change. And isn't that why he got elected? Yes, but wouldn't the shame of this whole thing been if somebody from the industry did not show up? Oh, my God. This was like the opportunity of opportunities to be able to say it. They're asking for it. Usually we go into the... the into, We're in defense mode yeah, all the time. and you go into Washington, D.C., going from place to place, trying to get an appointment for some sidekick of some senator or something, listening to you in the hallway or something. Here was the opportunity of all opportunities. So, of course... You I had to do it. You had jumped on it, and it was great. I think it went, it went well, and um, I hope the information, as it is, got back, but they were taking notes. They had um, the lady dictating. The stenographer? Yeah. Nice. That was doing it. And, Did anybody uh, have to read back any statements? Because I've always wanted to be there when they have to do that. No, they, they <laughs> had some people actually talk slower because everybody, whatever subject it was, was very passionate about their subject. Well, you get some serious type A personalities if you've got leaders of, of yeah. industry there. And it it went well. It went well. Um, I'm pleased. I'm very pleased that the government is asking the information of us. So they care. And let's face it. We are, as a a country, we are overregulated on just about everything. And there's stuff that should be regulated that isn't. Right. How many many medications, when you see the commercial on TV, ask your doctor if this would be right for you. Oh, and by the way, it causes blindness. Uh, 18 more yeah. problems than you what it solves. You may go blind. It's, it's only no, that's my, okay. My hand hurts a little bit from some arthritis, but I'll go blind if I put this stuff on. I choose the hand pain. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the stuff's on the market. You know, it's the craziest, craziest stuff. 
But anyway, uh, that's the way it was. They were very nice to me. They were gentlemanlike. And <coughs> while you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair. How to be more debonair and gentlemanlike is Gentleman Jonathan. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Do you need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. Switch on your electronic devices and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way, brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide their clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. The following is one part gentleman's way and a second part public service announcement. A gentleman should dress well, be well kept, and surround himself with upstanding citizens who will push him to be better in every way. Mm. That said, it may come to pass where your spouse may do or say something that finds them in hot water. Men, gentlemen if you will, if you, even if you saw her pull the damn trigger, do not, and I repeat, do not, finger your wife in a court of law. The law is in fact on your side on this, and much like the right not to finger yourself, you do not have to finger your wife either. I'm not saying you help hide the body. I'm just saying she may or may not have already killed someone. So the question is, are you debonair or not? Is it okay to finger her elsewhere? Please. That is for a different Please. segment. <laughs> Phil Zangy, he's crossing the line. He's trying to... You're not the right guy for this. You're not the right guy. I see where you're trying to go. Old Fat Freddy is dead. <laughs> he, he is gone. Don't, I missed him. You got to stick to the script here. This is the gentleman's way. Be a gentleman. You don't have to incriminate yourself or your wife, and that's the lesson there. The, but the, 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 so the, the, wording, the wording that you're trying to do. That's what you say. Do, you just, you know. I see the little 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 sides of your lip as you were reading it is going up and you, you think you're squeaking one in past the goalie here Dave knew where I was going to go <laughs> that's a little so you're saying it's debonair to aid in a bet no no when no when it comes to your wife you don't hide the body you just you know you don't have to say she did it that's all there's something is there a law against that you're allowed to not tell on your spouse yeah you, you don't have fifth. you actually don't have to that's, right. the, that's the way the law works. Yeah. Not that you can't, but you don't have to. In the case of civil, I, I read up on this. In the case of civil cases, you can be subpoenaed to uh, basically rat on your spouse. In the case of uh, infidelity, for example, if your wife catches you, she can be subpoenaed in to uh, testify against you in civil court, you not know, in criminal court. You know a lot about this. I, I read up on it as I was doing the gentleman's way. It's the right thing to do. By the All way, right. Joe got in the chat room said, well done. Thanks, Joe. Don't don't that. don't uh, <laughs> add to this. Don't be part of adding to this. Aaron Aaron from the Ashholes is shaking his head. Yeah, I the agree name with of them. your show is Ashholes. Yeah, <laughs> you don't shake your head about anything. <laughs> We're smoking the La Aurora DNA, and I would say medium plus two full bodied. Medium I would plus agree to with full bodied. I would give it a six or a seven on a one to ten scale. I would give it a For eight. Well, eight and a half. When you're talking nicotine, though, I'm gonna I'm gonna argue and say it's in the middle, nicotine-wise. I think this is approachable by any smoker, but as far as the amount of flavor that you get, it is full flavored, and that's I can't really. Go, I can't go much further than this, as far as the strength of a cigar. Really? 
this is about it. I'm at the tipping point of as we, as we're getting down with it. Wow, it's it's um, what I like a lot about of it. spice, a lot of pepper. But there's like a there's an undertone note, and it's obviously from the Induyo. And I like that it's different enough. It's very different. That it creates a new experience. Yeah. Uh, I'm owed a harp from earlier, by the way, Mr. Sullivan. Are, Ed, you, are you owed one? I'm owed a harp. Ed Sullivan, this is more your flavor you. profile, I would say. Yeah, the thing that strikes me about it is it, it's a very fragrant cigar. I'm picking up a, a, a very different sort of scent from it, and I'm sure it's from the Anduyo, but very enjoyable for me. Very different. I urge everybody to give this a try. It's something different. And I like something different. I want to try something different all the time. Killer packaging, too. You know, very vibrant, bright colors. I mean, package, you can't smoke the packaging. But it no, looks, but it's, it, but it, it says looks something nice. that they, they put a little extra thought. I mean, look at how nice the band is, fully embossed. You got the, the gold leaf on it. I like when, a, when packaging stands out in that vast sea of brown that we have down there. All right, right now it is time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day. Brought to you by... Don Raphael's Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? Let's see how raunchy he gets, and then we'll see if the pot's yes. calling the kettle black over here. Let me go to let me go to a little raunchy. I'll go to... I wasn't asking for you to do <laughs> Really? That. Just simply pointing out that you are sometimes pushing the envelope with these. I'm going to change the price because I think it was too high. I feel like I'm a bad influence with him pushing the envelope. No, I'm going to put it down a little. So I'm going to give a hundred. I'm going to give a hundred thousand dollars to streak across. I'm in a basketball court. I'm in professional basketball court. I'm in during the game. I'm in nowadays. I'm in. You got problems because they're they're going to have. It's not going to be as easy as it used to be in the old days. And say, all right, you can't do this anymore. You're going to have a sexual assault or something's going to go on with, it, with you. On I'm not this. touching anybody. I'm just going to run through and have my clothes on the I other think, side. I think at that point you're going to be a molester or something, right? When you, sex offender. You have to sex offender. touch somebody to be a sex offender. But think about it. Bring, people bring their kids to the games. You have now exposed yourself in front of a child. Right, right. Therefore, you're going to have issues. you would be branded a sex offender. I'm guessing. Nowadays, it's a whole different thing. In the 70s, they used to do this all the time, folks. Nothing ever happened to anybody. But today, things are all changed. Do you have yeah. to make it the whole Game. length of the court? You do. Yeah, so you I, got, I wouldn't make it past the three-throw line. You got to make it all the way to the court, and if you don't make it, you get nothing. So you got to make it across the court. I'm out. No problem. I could do that. Would you do it? Yeah. For a grand? I'm in. Sean the barista's in, too. Sean's in, too. It's two hundred thousand dollars. He and I hold hands, buck naked, and run across the court. And then nobody would have a problem with it because it would be. <laughs> is know. holding hands a euphemism for something, or does it mean actually holding hands? Whatever Sean wants. <laughs> Sean, I'm in, buddy. It's you and me, pal. The answer is no. Don't do that. The answer is don't do that. But you would do it. Oh hell yeah! You won't need a ring ding. But he'll go naked across a NBA court. <laughs> Chat room, you're going to get tackled and get some serious gym burns on your bathing suit area. <laughs> yeah, you think you'd make it? Of course I would make it. I'm fast. Yeah? Things would be flying everywhere. Just these turn are, that into your mind. These are athletes that were there, but who's going to tackle? Who's going to touch me? Right. Holding hands with Sean and we're skipping across the court. <laughs> <laughs> 
You have to go to the skipping thing? Hey, Dave, here's an idea. What if I just go to the other fans and take up a collection not to not do Not to. You probably make more money. Exactly. You probably make more money. Aaron's pulling out his wallet right now. He's in. <laughs> Before you lost all your hair, you were a redhead, weren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Still all very gingery yes. down south. Oh, yeah. yeah. Too much information. TMI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too much information. Very proud of my mane. All right, final thoughts on La Aurora DNA. I think that even if you are a mild cigar smoker, that you owe it to yourself to give it a you try. Should, absolutely should because try it. It's nothing it, not to, not this to is try. Not, just, a, just a warning of a medium plus. To we smoke the Garofalo Maduro. If you're a mild smoker, do not smoke that cigar. Yeah. That is too strong. This is not too strong. It's different, and because of those different tobaccos in there, that your process, absolutely a different taste, worth trying for yeah. sure. Yeah, if, if you're geeking out on cigars, you, you have to try it, right. right? This is something that hasn't been done in many, ever really, with cigars. It's right. been done for tobacco, but for cigars, it's something different. It's definitely, and you know, we, we've seen it happen with Kentucky Fire Cure getting, a, you know, a huge following. There's something it's about the indigenous to get a huge following. Quality to it. We we smoke the. Um, and you know it's going to be copied. It'll be at this 100%. year's trade show. Hundred percent. Jamaica, the Jamaican cow's tongue in the uh, upsetters. Yeah. You know you got to smoke that. You know even though that we're geeks and we're not really flavored cigar smokers, we had to try it once we found out there was this indigenous tobacco and the process that they go to cure it is different. I had to try it. Now Barry, you've tried all sizes. I've tried all sizes and. I like uh, the Robusto and the Churchill the best. Um, the Toro is a little bit of a thicker ring gauge. It's a 54, so I don't think you get the true benefits of the Induyo. Okay. I think it's, uh, it's there, but it's not as vibrant in the Robusto or the Churchill. Now, if you're a very mild smoker like Jason Wood, maybe you go to the Toro because it's going to burn a little cooler, and then you get a, a more subtle experience. I would, I would definitely try all the sizes. You know, The Induyo might be too much for you. Well, and you would prefer it in the Toro format? Yeah. Well, you might like that, that Induyo flavor profile that you're going to get in the thinner ring gauge. Interesting. There's something new, folks, in cigars. It's La Aurora DNA. Give it a shot. We're going to go to break right now. When we come back, Barry came in empty-handed last week with cigar news. Let's see what he's got up his sleeve this week. Better be something. And... The year begins to close out right now. We're going to catch up on mailbags because Jonathan told me he's got hundreds. It's ridiculous. So, so we're going to take care of some of them. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Raffio Nodel has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. It will have you calling for an encore. 
In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. All aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soil of Estelian Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at TwoGuysCigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tobacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, 
attractively consistent in aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family center company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This yep. is the Cigar Authority. That's right. The authority. We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? On everything cigar. We've got too far. In. There's too much to lose. And out of the cigar industry. Keep our composure. With your host. Come on, Diablo. David Garofalo. On the count of three, name your favorite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Just name it. Ready? One, two, three. Velociraptor. Mr. Jonathan. You know what? I respect women. I love women. I respect them so much that I completely stay away from them. Barry Stone. What an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere. A former greenskeeper now about to become the Masters champion. It's time to light them up. Favorite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to. It's time. Good housekeeping. For the Cigar Authority. Can we just become best friends? Yep. And we are back with our number two, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Sound Stage, located at Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, right here above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, broadcasting over eight years, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog on thecigarauthority.com. So, Laura DNA, just showing you here, this is a Robusto. And we made it the whole hour. And yeah. I could go another hour. I bet you it's a two-hour Robusto. It's a so nice, it's, slow... It's, it's got to be something in that because... For this under is, eight bucks? Because it's, it's great. It, there's really something to And you got to think, the binder is Cameroon. Cameroon's a, a pretty quick burning tobacco. Sure. So something's keeping it nice and yeah, slow. Yeah, it's got to be that. Um, and what was the wrapper on it again? It was uh, Dominican grown in the Sabao Valley. Okay. Which Dominican wrapper tends to be full-body, too. Also, also. So what do we have for coffee today? We went with the French press on uh, what is now affectionately referred to as Mr. Jonathan's Blent. I don't think so. That's how people order it. So I don't think so. Is this the, is this the Christmas blend? It is. 
This is the Christmas blend. It has uh, nothing to do with... Sean, uh, back me up on this. Do people or do people not order it as the Mr. Jonathan special? Yes, okay. So. A, person A person does. does. And his name is Mr. Jonathan. Ah, it gets it ordered. It gets that ordered way. like that. Like I said. I'm going to come in next week and ask for the Scrooge. The Scrooge. They don't have a Barry blend. <laughs> I like this maybe the best. Yeah, Thank I, you. I, I, I made a, it myself. I had a few cups of this last week. Yeah. yeah. So is this going to be just for Christmas or is this going to be around for a little bit? I'm hoping that we can yeah, uh, saying, yeah. We can keep it around. It's Well, we just got to buy a little one. little heavier at the very end. By a little heavy, he means 100 pounds. No, no, no. 200 pounds. No, no. All right, so uh, let's get to the cigar. The, uh, this will be the second cigar of the show, although we could have smoked that cigar through the whole show. Um, but this is uh, Care Package. Yes, this is the first Care Package cigar for the month of December, and it is the Recluse OTG. It's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Iconic Leaf. And we're smoking on the show today the 6x54 Toro. And uh, the members of the care package, they either got the Tarantula or the uh, Robusto. And it features a Brazilian Maduro over a Cameroon binder with fillers from the Dominican Republic. A single cigar will set you back $7.99 with a box price of just $168.99, which is a savings of just under $23 or 12% off the single price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. So here we have the Cameroon Binder once again. Yes. And a Brazilian wrapper. And um, you'll notice that there's a little um, wrapper at the bottom of this, a silver. Make sure you take that off. The footband. Footband. Which I love. I wish more people would do. Yeah. Well, you get less damage at the foot of the cigar when you have the footband. Keeps everything together. OTG. Oh, that cigar? What? There's no, that no would be C. OTC. Oh, that's good? The original gangster. Oh, that's it? good? It can't be original gangster well, either. Will the two of you work on your spelling this what? week? OTG. OTG. What is it? No idea. Wow. You're supposed to get ready yeah. for this thing. It's a big, giant OTG. Couldn't find How it do anywhere. You miss it? I got the answer. You okay. don't have to look it up. The other two guys. The other two guys. You got no. J.R. Dominguez and no. Scott Weeks partnering up. The other two guys. Ah, but it's not. It's off the grid. Ah. Off the grid. That's what it means. How do you not know that? How, why is it off the grid? He doesn't That's have an answer to that. Why is it off the grid? Yeah. I don't know. Let's light it up and see, what, and see why. It's on the grid at twoguyscigars.com. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Now, we know Janine Garofalo listens every single Janine week. Janine Garofalo. A good ch- yeah. <laughs> Janine Garofalo. Janine The comedian. Perdomo. The left-wing comedian. Janine Perdomo. I'm sorry, Janine. She never listens. You'd think she- she'd listen every once in a while, but she doesn't. Guys aren't even related. Um, but she's got to smile every single time we're cutting someone else's cigar. Yeah, it's brought yeah. to you by Perdomo Cigars. Especially when they're sitting right here next to us, and I say uh, lower the price and all that. I'm actually cutting a second time a little further down. Densely packed. My box pressed. Yeah, it's got a great draw. The rolled N2 bow, the old Cuban way. That's right. So if you look inside the foot of it, you see all the little squirrely things 
The straws. All the straws, right? All bunched together. Oh, that's pretty cool. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and two bar. You can even see it when you cut the cigar. If you use a cutter, <coughs> Gary Stein. Yes, I, I used a cutter on the show. Okay. <laughs> In my car, I can never find one. All right. So we were doing a cigar tasting the other the other day, and the guy said, "You know, I don't cut too far, and my cigar continues to unravel." And I said, "What are you using for a cutter?" And he says, "I bite it off." I said, "Well, this is why it's unraveling on you." Just use a cutter. Yeah, let's do it my way today. That poor guy, you you beat on that guy so bad for two hours. Yeah. I'm well, he, surprised. Kept, he kept bringing it up of saying it's unraveling on me. And you, you gave him the out at the beginning by saying, listen, I don't want to know how yeah. you do it. <laughs> don't tell me how you do it. Just try it my way for the – just save him the embarrassment. Yeah. But he kept he coming told, back in. He loved it. At the end, he came up to me, shook my hand, said it was great. You know what else is great is the Vertigo Buddha. It is. I want this lighter for Christmas. $39.99 lighter is uh, double action. You do have to flip the top manually. I like that. You pull down. I do too. You pull down on the igniter. You got four jets fueled by the double wide and patented Vertigo big ass tank. And uh, for you folks that are not fans like Barry Stein of carrying a cutter, you got a bullet cutter at the bottom and uh, easy adjustment wheel. There's no tools required on the Vertigo Buddha. This retailing. might be a desk replacement for me. My wife's listening, Heidi. I want this in my stocking. In your stocking at thirty nine ninety nine. That's practically the present right there. My wife and I are canceling Christmas. You were trying to pull that off. Did you pull it off? It's happening. It's happening? See, that's why I'm going to ask for the coffee is the Scrooge. It's, like, it's not it's a like Scrooge thing. with Mr. Grinch. How no, do you because, Christmas? because neither my wife or I needs any more crap. We're becoming minimalist, so we're throwing stuff out. You're going to do tiny houses next? Well, we have a small, we have a small townhouse. He's, he's been talking on somebody else's podcast about getting the double wide and going all the way in. That's right. Or all the way out, whatever way you want to look However at it. I'm just going to leave it alone. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, tiny house living has this huge following now. You should go tiny house. I've living. always, I've always been a fan of small houses. In fact, I'm, I'm reconsidering the double wide and just going single wide, and just that's it, tiny, tiny house. I was thinking that too. It's awesome. You can pick them up for like seventy grand, and then that's it. No mortgage, no nothing. You pay your fees. They mow the lawn for you if you have a lawn. I don't even want a lawn. Jonathan, what about a shed? A shed's nice. A shed is nice. Tough to get the kitchen thing happening in a shed mm-hmm. and in a bed. Unless you had those beds that fold down off the yeah. wall. You make it. You put the straps over and right up it goes. It's out of the way. Yeah. There's a name for that. Murphy bed. Murphy. There you go. Murphy bed. Murphy bed. You went from having a bad bell, I think, to having a worse bell. I'm not. I am not. I appreciate it, but it's missing the higher ring to it. I'm going to ask for that in my stocking. <laughs> for that reminds me of a Laurie, bell from he's a listening. bicycle. Yeah. An old bicycle listening. bell. Ching. Yeah. Hey, we can get one of those. Mount this and mount the ching one. I can have a whole soundboard here. Get a, get a little horn with the radar. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I think the I mail got bags, The mailbags are already going to start rolling in. Can Do we get in one them. of those compressed air guns? You know, no. they use the hockey games and no. soccer games. No. And in the old days with the sound guys that used to do TV shows and radio shows <laughs> and have all the different things, knock on the door and open the door and close it. What was that thing that was big in the World Cup a few years ago with the, with the long Streaking? horn? Streaking? Well, no, with the long yeah. horn. Cod piece? No, I forgot what it's called. Something with a V. But they allow these loud... Sounds. We should get in one of those too. Air horn? 
No, it was it was something like the Ricola horn. Ricola. I'm sure a, a good portion of the listeners know what I'm talking about. I just can't think of the name. Maybe somebody will chat into you. Yeah, reach right in. now it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, haha. It's time for the it's time for news from the insane asylum. Art and sometimes historic news stories. That are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum Cigars. A U.S. Navy aircrew felt a little bit more than the need for speed in Washington. The pilots used their advanced fighter jet to draw a giant image of a penis in the sky with their exhaust in the gutsiest move I ever saw. Ladies and gentlemen, the Defense Department regrets to inform you, inform you that your pilots are suspended because they were stupid. No word of the pilots' next mission will be flying a cargo plane full of rubber dog poop out of Hong Kong, or perhaps they've lost that loving feeling for av- aviation. Only time will tell if they get back into the cockpit, and that's not only insane, it's asylum. They're coming to take I did me see that away. picture. It's real. They're coming to take me away. Ho, ho, hee, hee, ha, ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice Any chance Barry was going to miss it? Barry. Barry, By the way, I, I want to thank you. I just want to thank you. I'm off the hot seat for mine because yours, his as should, usual, his should goes. should be a, a, little, a little crazy. Like, that's a crazy, ridiculous move that that guy did, right? Yours, on the other hand, is debonair. What is more debonair than not Phil testifying Zangie. against your wife? Phil Zangy, I'm trying to clean it up. Don't leave us right yet. Let me see what I can do to see if I can uh, straighten him out or find somebody else that could do this. So Joe Gutt came to the rescue. That thing's called a Vuvuzela. Ah, the Vuvuzela. Vuvuzela. They were big during the Brazilian World Cup a few years back. I like a little melted Parmesan on top of it, the Vuvuzela. <laughs> Sounds like the little macaroni, maybe yeah. the bow ties, the fuvagellos. Mm. Uh, they hold them. You know that the pasta, he used to yell at me about certain pastas and stuff. It's all the same. It's just pasta. And it isn't because it's no, how it holds that's the not sauce. exactly what happened. You got mad because you ordered um, Rigat- Rigatoni is what I ordered from a company called Rigatoni. And she tried to talk me into a different pasta, and I said, no, I want the rigatoni for a certain reason. I want the rigatoni, and I got ziti, and it's not rigatoni. Isn't, you can have ziti with or without lines, right? You can't have the same thing with rigatoni? No. Okay. Well, you, all I know is... The you, name of the place is rigatoni you lost, anyway. You lost your damn mind because the, the amount of sauce to pasta ratio was Correct. thrown off because it didn't stick to the pasta. That's, that's right. You, then, you went on a diatribe yelling at me like I had something to do with it. I don't, no, the, the I don't argument was you said, no, I don't see what the problem is. It shouldn't be a problem. And I said, it's a problem. No, the only person it's a problem for is you. It's not true. It's the only one no speaking one up. Again, back cares. to the FDA, you got to go there and fight. You got to tell them what your problem you is. You don't have You're to fight. You're all thinking it, but I'll go and do You don't it. have to fight for the right of someone to have lines on their pasta. It's yes. not necessary. It's, it is necessary. It's very necessary. How long have you two been married? Oh, yes. my God. He's so ridiculous. Yes. So last week, Black Friday. Yes. Black Friday, a big uh, supposedly retail, um, not, not so much from what I understand. Cyber Monday killed it, 30% growth. 
Retailers are in trouble. Got to support your brick and mortar. Yeah. So we tried to do a little something to try to gain some um, people coming around and a yeah. reason. Not the first time we did it. We did it um, maybe eight years yes. ago or something mm-hmm. back so. here in Salem. Where 2010. We, was it? 2010? It because my house was broken into. My humidor was stolen. And I ended up getting the most blackjacks. I'd never ah, played blackjack before in my life. And Steve Sokka was the dealer. And he dealt me seven or so blackjacks or whatever, however it was I beat him. And I, my thing stayed all day. Okay. Yeah, that was with Drew Estate back in the day that we did it. And that was blackjack, whatever we called it, with the guy Something. smashed his head with oh, the brick. Yeah. The, and then we did tug of war. So trying to make it like a little circus environment that was going on here. So we had the Salem Police Department um, tug of war with the Salem Fire Department. Back then. And we gave $3,000 to the winner and $2,000 to the loser. This year, we did it in a national location, and it was the same deal, police versus fire, three for the winner, two for the loser. Who do you think won the tug of war both times? It was actually the same side. Both times won. And I would have lost a bet on both of them. 100%, me too. Because you would think the fire department would be the tougher ones, right? It's not about toughness. But think about it. Tug of war. Tug of war. Tug of war is about... Strength. It's a strength. It's not strength. It's teamwork. So it makes sense that... And I'm not saying that the fire department fire doesn't have teamwork. teamwork. More teamwork. You it's got not, like three guys no, taking a hose into a burning building. It's, it, it's not exactly the same thing. You do have some teamwork with more than one guy manning the hose and all that, but smaller teams, I believe, on fire departments, when it comes to the police and they put together the, these team-building exercises for SWAT and all that, these guys have to be able to think what the other guy's thinking at the same time, I have to say I see why the police took this, and I'm taking nothing away from the fire department. I know this isn't a versus segment, but it's the fire department. You go, I go. From backdraft. Remember the scene with John Glenn? Vaguely. They're on the roof. The Remember the about sex to... scene on the top of the fire truck. That was so hot. But... <laughs> but it worked as a team. The guy was about to fall into the building. He's holding on to him. Won't let go. He says, you go, I go. That's it. That's the teamwork. I'm not saying they're not willing to lay their lives on the line for each other. I'm just saying. Well, the police won both of them. Okay. So I'll tell you. Offering a reason why. That's all. So if you come to any two guys smoke shop and you see cigar boxes that are there, this is what we do with the money. We give it to a local charity every year, so it usually adds up to around $5,000 of empty cigar boxes, mm-hmm. and we give the money, and that's where it went. It was a good time. It was a good cause. Uh, a lot of people turned out. And um, If you go on Facebook to Two Guys Smoke Shop Nashua, you can see the video. Yeah. Put, was that Barry know. in the Santa suit that got pushed by the cop? No, but... Uh, you edited that I out, edited I that saw. out. Yeah. I did. <laughs> I added it. It was joking around, but I said, I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Oh, look, this guy pushed Santa. You know, or something, <laughs> something crazy happens. But This it was, is what this, is is what this PC you know? nonsense is doing right, for you, us. You start running scared. Santa didn't mind. The cop wasn't meaning anything by it. He was just messing with him. I thought for sure it was Barry, and you said something unacceptable. All right. Okay, ding, ding means it's time for the matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars, who would win this hypothetical battle? It's Christmas time right now. It's real versus fake. Christmas trees. Real versus fake Christmas trees. I lose this argument every year. I want real. My wife says she ain't picking up the needles, so we go fake. But and it's got to be real. And, and speaking of fire departments, yeah. there's lots of fires. Bad things end up happening. But nothing smells like a real 100%. Christmas tree. That fake stuff. Forget about that smell. 
but you don't hang a fake pine scent in your car. You go with the pine. Well, you do hang fake pine scent in your car. Well, you everybody don't hang, does, right? You don't Those hang, little trees. You don't hang plastic scent in your car is what I'm getting at. But, Barry, do you put a real pine tree in your car? No, but you want that pine smell, and I'm not going to hang 30 of those pine things on a tree like I'm trying to hide the scent of a decaying body like that guy in the movie 7. I'm, like, full of movie references. <laughs> there we go. It's fake all the way. It's fake all the way. It, they, they're pre-lit. You can set the whole thing up in 10 seconds, especially Just, in my case where I'm canceling Christmas. Yeah. We'll be lucky to even have a tree. Doesn't surprise Just me. Boom. But if, done. You, if you have a tree, it's fake anyway. You even go Last pre-lit. year's was fake. Last year's was fake. In the house, we had a real tree. What do you mean? Where were we talking? What's fake? In the house, you had a real tree? In, in my house, we had a real tree. Now we have a townhouse. We have a fake tree. So last year, you had a fake tree because I was in the townhouse. Before that, it was always real. Okay, because your wife. What are you going to have in the trailer? No, because I end up being the guy who cleans up the stupid pine needles because I want a Christmas tree. So we just bought a fake tree, and it's pre-lit, and it's awesome. And See, yes, I you, do hang one of those pine scented You will have a real tree or a fake tree? I'll have a fake tree because we've got to listen to the wife. But, okay. But you've you got to put the lights on at least. I mean, we put Christmas music. pre-lit? Music, we put Christmas music on. We decorated a tree. Got the holiday spirit. You're, and you're sitting over here like popcorn. Are you doing anything like that? Uh, it doesn't it make it onto the string. <laughs> See, I know. Dave, Ed Sullivan, yes. Dave, I'm going fake tree because uh, that's what I like, but we always have a real tree because, like Barry, I have to listen to my wife. Wow. You guys need to get so, wives so, that are okay with Christmas being canceled. It's so awesome. If we, if we talk to 100 women, they would say real trees, and 100 guys would mostly go to fake. Guys like fake, women like real. When it comes to trees, uh, yes, I, I prefer it to be real and spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> I do fake tree. Yeah, fake is fake right. Tree. You got yourself in trouble one year. Someone didn't realize that your tree was fake until you told them, and they yes. were like, "Yes." The the wife was a, left mad, horrified. That tree is fake. I go, yeah. Well, she, she thought it was real at first right. when you said, Saying oh, how yes. beautiful it was. Well, your tree is so beautiful, my God. And talking about it and talking about it. As she's leaving, she noticed it's not real. And she was very mad. She got taken. Yeah. You know what I really I never hate? said it wasn't. I really hate those white fake Christmas trees. They're in right now. Yeah, no. White, we have one in the, in the Seabrook store. We have a white Christmas tree there. It's pretty cool. Yeah, no. My, my aunt used to have the white Christmas tree with the revolving light underneath. It was just one light with the thing that spun with the three colors. Silver, silver white. Yeah, silvery well, white. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it has change. to be green. All right, so the answer is uh, guys like fake. fake. The, the answer is guys like fake trees, I think. <laughs> right, that's it. You got to buy yourself a house is, is what it uh, comes down to. Um, up and coming shows. Uh, we have next week, um, what will the magazines choose for the top cigars of the year? And we do this each year that we actually try to figure out the, what they're going to pick. Not what we think is a, You know what we're going to pick. You got the contenders for the cigar of the year. There's your eight cigars. Will they have any of those eight cigars in their choices? This is the question. Should they have them? They what should. are they going to have? And we'll end up figuring out all our choices. Ed Sullivan, you're new to us. Have some uh, thoughts of what you think uh, Cigar Journal will have and Cigar Aficionado will have. Also, we have Robert Holt from Southern Draw Cigars will join us live along with Joe D. Joe D is a fireman. He is also the um, New England 
rep for Southern Draw Cigars, and he's also the host of Stogie Geeks, another podcast the that's out there. there. So we'll nice. have them on, and uh, we'll see what they have to do. We'll show them how it's really done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Everything with you has to be a battle. 100%. Can't that's, you just get along with no. people? I the, hate everybody. December 16th, we have Rick Ardito from the Upsetters. Looking forward to Not that. him I like. And not to upset um, our guest today, which was uh, Jason Wood, they were the distributors of the Upsetters up until recently. I didn't bring it up. I was being gentlemanlike, but I will bring it up to Rick Ardito. Why was it pulled? What, what's that all about? Uh, got him a job. So... Good. See what happens there. Rick Ardito was a founding member of Drew Estates. He was there from the very beginning. Dun, dun, and dun, if, I, if, if I have my uh, facts correct, the line of acid cigars called Blondie was named after his daughter. No kidding. That's where that comes from. So we'll have them on. December 23rd show, which is a Saturday. We are going to move up a couple of days, and we're going to do it on the 21st at 4 o'clock. Which... We haven't decided whether or not we're going to go live with that or upload the video at noontime on Saturday, how that's going to go, but we will keep everyone posted. Well, we'll be here live anyway. Either way, Oliver Nouveau will be here from United Cigars. All the way to December 30th, wrapping up the year, we will tell you the cigar of the year. And with us will be John Carney from La Flor Dominicana. He doesn't have a cigar in the pack. He does not, but he has what Cigar Aficionado calls the Cigar of the Year. Ah, all right. Um, you he, like to tie things in. I didn't see that coming. He actually purchased a contender's pack this week. Ah, so he'll be ready and, yep, and, and have his, his choice. Homework. Okay. So uh, we will not only have him on, we'll announce what the Cigar of the Year is, and uh, we'll smoke that on the second hour uh, with John Connie and see if we got it right. So that's it. And as you see on uh, the rest of my schedule, it's pretty Beer empty for 2018. We got some mailbags with some suggestions for you. Good, good. We'll get to that in a second, but right now let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled N2-bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. I got nothing. No, I'm kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> the UK will see their second tobacco tax increase this year. The cigar tax is tied into their inflation rate, and as a result, it's going up 4.9%. Wow. A few weeks ago, we reported on the podcast that Terrence Riley had stepped down from Casada Cigars, and this week he landed on his feet with Casa Fernandez. Interesting. Lastly, how much is a cigar actually worth? An assistant to an Israeli-born Hollywood mogul at the center of a criminal investigation involving Benjamin Netanyahu reportedly testified that the prime minister explicitly requested expensive cigars as payment for political favors. Hella Cigars even once gotten me out of a speeding ticket, and that's what's up in the cigar world. What's up in the cigar world was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is what's up. So evidently, if you needed a last-minute visa, he would expedite it for you if you gave him 
some expensive cigars. Nice. Which now has him being investigated. And that's what's going to take him down, expensive cigars. Bribery of cigars. There we go. It's not bribery. If you were going to get the visa anyways, you just sped it up a little bit. Back in the day when we could go to Congress in D.C. and give them a cigar, when it was allowed for us to give away cigars, we can't do it anymore, they would only be able to accept a cigar that was $5 or less. Really? Yeah. It was something about, yeah, we can't take anything that's more than that or whatever. How much is it? And we knew to go in and say it's less than $5. So $5 in a comfortable chair was acceptable? Yes. Okay. But we could go with the wholesale price, and mm-hmm. the manufacturer was there and said, I got in the $5 on this, don't worry, or whatever. But they'd give you the wink and nod, and then you'd leave eight cigars on the desk when you left or whatever. You know how it goes. And get away with that speeding ticket. We're smoking the Recluse OMG. Oh my o- God! O- it's OTG, but it should be o- it should have been OMG. Wouldn't I that been better? So. Yep. No. I don't think off so the grid. Too. Why is it off the grid? We're gonna have to ask them. Off the grid to me would sound like it's very full bodied. It isn't. Why would off the grid sound full bodied? Well, off the grid is somewhere you would want to go to hide. Like you would get off. The internet, you would get off electricity. Oh, yeah, maybe you like would, it's you flying under the radar. Exist. Flying under the radar, that makes sense. They're good. I always, I always get the same kind of flavor from this, and Scott Weeks hates it when I say it, which is why I'm going to say it. Uh, <laughs> it's very barbecuey. Yes, it he has, doesn't like that. Say. It's, uh, you know, you could be in the wintertime, January, it's snowing out, you want to grab a cigar and kind of relive the summer, take yourself back. This is the cigar to go to. Yeah. That's an effortless draw. Because it's and to bow, yes. and to bow. Why don't you guys draw. just recite the whole commercial? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to break. When we come back. It's a classic three-way. We're going to slam through letters from our friends and some that are not so friendly. We're live from Studio Twenty One Podcast Cafe. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Smokey Joe's is changing the dress code when it comes to enjoying a premium handmade cigar. Using the finest materials of velvet and silk, their smoking jackets are made for a lasting impression. Smokey Joe's has fitted the likes of Smokey Robinson, James Brown, Sammy Davis Jr., and now they want to fit you too with a smoking jacket. Proudly designed and manufactured in the USA, Smokey Joe's invites you to feel the inspiration of fashion from an era where clothing was designed using only the finest materials and craftsmanship. Smokey Joe's clothing continues to be a story of America at its best. Innovation, hard work, and fearless enterprise. When you light up the best, smoke it while wearing the best. Smoking Joe's Smoking Jackets. Available at SmokeyJoe'sClothing.com That's SmokeyJoe'sClothing.com Be sure to tell them the Cigar Authority sent you. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet-like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! 
the Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars. There's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. It's time to light that cigar and stay tuned. Ooh. The Cigar Authority will be right back. 
on the United Podcast Network. Raised in Cuba and steeped in the rich tradition of the Fernandez cigar legacy, AJ Fernandez produces unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua, ensuring superior quality. The day-to-day operations at Tabacalera AJ Fernandez Cigars de Nicaragua are managed under the watchful eye of AJ Fernandez himself. Through a fusion of inherited techniques and learned patience, AJ Fernandez filler tobaccos are grown from prized seeds which are proprietary only to the Fernandez family. Perhaps the most essential quality of the AJ Fernandez line of cigars such as New World, Enclave and Last Call is the perspective and motivation of AJ Fernandez as well as the history of the Fernandez family. Enjoy the continuing legacy of AJ Fernandez cigars. This is Eric Newman from the JC Newman Cigar Company and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Sound Set. We got emails and encourage you to send them along. Just go to the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and we'll get to your questions every once in a while. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. We're smoking the Recluse OTG, Off the Grid, and um, it's part of the care package. Care packages, by the way, are open. If anybody is not a member of the care package listening and you want to be part of it, don't wait too long to do it. Yeah, <laughs> let go. You just pointed at me. That's all I had to do. I get my headset and I he put, his I headset's it. always the one where the wire fails. It's <laughs> happened two times, yep. and I figured out last week why because he rolls it in his hand over and over ah. again and breaks the cable and then yells at me because yep. I did something wrong. And he but. sees why. So that's it. Just give me a, a glance <laughs> over. You don't have to giggle about Just it, but little, I get it. Just a little behind Everybody the scenes for people things. watching. You got, I got one of those spinners on my desk. I've had it for before it was even popular. Somebody brought it to me because... I don't know. I gotta be. He's always gotta be drawing stuff and uh, fidgeting. That, yeah, I just can't it's control myself. Can't control myself. Anyway, uh, Recluse OTG, uh, regular medium-bodied cigar. Uh, it looks stronger than it is. Strength-wise, I would call it mild plus. Yes. Nicotine-wise, but you got a great mouthfeel on it, and that those barbecue notes, a little bit of spice, rounded out with maybe some molasses on the back end. Sullivan says you got it right. He agrees, and that's all that matters. Michael, so let, <coughs> Michael Howe in the chat room says it should stand for, oh, that's good. Oh, that's good, because it's a good cigar. It's a good cigar. Uh, Scott Weeks and J.R. Dominguez teaming up with the Recluse cigar brand. Haven't heard, uh, haven't had um, Scott Weeks up in a while. He we was up at the anniversary party. Yeah. haven't had him on the show. But uh, now that winter's here, everybody starts staying away, <laughs> staying away. As they should. Well, now that we know that Skype works 100% of the time. No, it does just, not. We can just no, Skype them in. Yeah. That but had to have been on his end, his computer freezing or something. We'll find out. We'll find out. All right. The fix. following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Gentlemen and Barry, <laughs> as I smoked the last... It does not say that. that. <laughs> the next one does. Uh, as I smoked the last cigar in my humidor, I enjoyed today's, that's November 11th, show. Uh, not quitting cigars, I just haven't been able to stock up in a while. I would like to thank you for the show today, even though you know I prefer it when the band is all together. I love... Oh, this is it, me by myself. 
Yes. Barry was here, but. I love that it is reliable and the show still goes on no when select what. people can't be there. So the viewers and listeners have something to smoke along with. Uh, it was a very enjoyable show, particularly Dave and Barry smoking a Macanudo and realizing that there is flavor there. It was. I wonder if Dave remembers the times early on in the show's lifetime when I used to call in and argue with him and Tommy about why I thought they were wrong to call Macanudo flavorless. I also enjoyed Dave going through the Cigar Aficionado's premiere issue page by page. Thanks again, Rudy from Canada. Ah, Rudy. Rudy from Canada. I got a lot to say, but I'll just be debonair. And <laughs> <laughs> We've been arguing with him for eight years. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. Okay. Uh, also not- submitted through the Contact Us page, gentlemen. And Barry, it says it right there. That one there. says it. <laughs> Thanks for such a great show. I'm relatively new to the world of cigars and started listening about six months ago. Your show hits the right amount of humor, news, and educational content. I have particularly liked going back and listening to some of the episodes aired before I became a follower. Where else but the Cigar Authority can you get a detailed review of the Maduro process and a man's kidney, kidney stone problems all in oh, under two hours? There we go. Keep I remember up the that great work. oh too well. Tom. Tom, I remember that all too well. Hey, while we're going through mailbags, I want to give a quick shout-out to uh, Mehmet. He's a listener in Turkey. Ah. And whenever he has family come over from Turkey, they bring him a huge amount of cigars that mm. he orders from two guys oh, uh, nice. because they can't be purchased in Turkey. No kidding. Yeah. Do they have turkey in Turkey? <laughs> I'm sure they do. Really? They would have to. Why? And Why would they have folks- to have it? And that, folks... I'm sure you can order it online. (laughs) At one hour and 46 minutes into our 401st show, that is where we jumped the shark. (laughs) It's over. Do they have turkey and turkey? Dig Uh, dig that up. Go ahead. See see if there's... Wouldn't it be something if there is no turkey and turkey? But anyway. It always has to be food with you. All right. Also submitted through the Contact Us page, Wayne writes, how about shows on ways to taste... Get taste from cigars and not pea pods, but other flavors. Such as? He doesn't list such as. He just says not pea pods. All right. So we had some spices and stuff happening here. Go ahead. Uh, Single malt pairings. Drunk shows are very entertaining. Ah. Uh, Things to consider if you want to open a cigar store. Don't do it. Uh, Padron comparisons. Lining up Padron against Padron. And uh, cost comparisons from $5, $10, $25, and $50. Uh, cigars. So those are some ideas. I would like that. Can I have that? You can have it. It's Thank all yours. you. This is what I need. This is what we call gold here. The, we need material. It's eight years of two two hour shows. I'm, I'm running out of stuff here. I'm all for a pairing episode. Of course you are. Yes. Not that you're we'll an alcoholic. Wait till he's not on, an we'll, alcoholic. We'll do it when he's on vacation. Give him a reason. My name is that's Barry. Like, I'm not an alcoholic. That's how we should start the show. Doing him on vacation. That's like cruel and unusual punishment. <laughs> Why you're drinking? <laughs> right. <laughs> True. <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic. Stop saying that. All right. Also submitted through the Contact Us page, Patrick writes, just a thought. Why don't you have Jessica from your shop on the show? Ah, you. It would be nice to have a hel- uh, to not have a helmet fest each week. Is you there could any need of that? That is not debonair. <laughs> also bring other employees on occasionally, I guess. Uh, maybe have a meet the employees segment. I love the show, but you guys are not getting any prettier. Ah, yeah, that is true. Meet the employees. I like it. All right. You're actually writing that one down. 
Yeah, Jessica, and meet the employees because the other employees will either like it. Some people, you know, are not comfortable they are not. doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, we see that with the other podcast things that happen when they have guests every week and they go into panic mode right before it ends up happening. But it's no big Isn't deal. Isn't it Seinfeld that said uh, some people would rather be the guy in the casket than delivering the eulogy? That's right. Okay. When I right. die, I want to die in the middle of a podcast. Yeah. yeah, I already told you that that's not allowed. Yeah, he's worried I'm going to go through the back. Yeah, fall to the left. He would he would run through walls for you, but we don't want him going through that one. Wow. Uh, the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page. Once again, this is Earl writing. Just listened to the latest show with Tony and Carson Serino. Excellent show as usual. At one point, Mr. Jonathan mentioned he was grateful the team no longer smoked all of the contenders in one four-hour stretch. Yes. And someone asked Carson about smoking a number of single tobacco cigars at the same time during blending. This led me to this thought. Perhaps a show could be done wherein you smoke some flavorful cigar, Serino or whichever manufacturer you could get to play along, and then simultaneously smoke the single tobacco tasting cigars, one tasting cigar at a time. For instance, smoke the Wayfarer and simultaneously smoke a cigar made of only the binder and only the filler, etc. To see what sort of flavors that may draw out of the finished stick. Just a thought. Thanks, Earl. Here you go. You can have that one, too. We can do that. That can be done. I've done it before. Easy enough. All right. David writes through the Contact Us page. I just read the article about the FDA extending the ingredient list for cigars. My understanding is that premium hand-rolled cigars have only two ingredients, tobacco and vegetable glue. Am I right about this? Water. David, the Canadian in, in Korea. P.S. Could you ask Trump to cool it with the fat un to my north? Thanks. <laughs> I didn't bring that up at the, at the last meeting. Maybe you should out. next time you okay. speak to them. Could you? But, um, yeah, what the, um, the ingredient list is going is dark air-cured tobacco and water and vegetable glue. So that is what most of the manufacturers are going with right now uh, for the ingredient list. It would be nice if that's the way it goes through, but we'll see. You're looking at me like you want to go again. Here we go. Yeah, go go again. The following message also submitted through the Contact Us page, and Mike from Chicago writes, I discovered your show about two years ago when I first started enjoying cigars. I have thoroughly enjoyed learning about the world of cigars from all of you. You mentioned that you may be asking for some show ideas, and something I would find useful nice. would be some tips that would help us choose cigars for our non-smoking friends to try. For example, when someone comes into your store, there are a few questions you may ask to help zone in on what type of flavor profile they may like. Is it possible to marry a cigar to one's taste just by asking a few questions? Yes. This may also help us smokers discover some other types of cigars we may like to enjoy as well. All right, so let me get to a little of that. So some of the questions we may ask, and this is the time of year where somebody comes in buying gifts for somebody and says, I don't know what he smokes, but I need some cigars for him, blah, blah, blah. So where do we go? We have no idea who this guy is. So I said, you know him? Yes. Okay. I want to know, is he big? Is he small? Is he fat? Is he skinny? Now I'm going to dictate from that information the size of the cigar that we're going to choose. So a big fat guy, most likely, I'm not going to go to a little Corona. You know, I'm going to kind of pair it up to his size, just as a guess. So now we're going to have the idea of what that is. Do you smoke regularly or once in a great while? If he smokes regularly, we can get something with a little more body to it. Once in a long, great, great while, we've got to go to a, a, a mild cigar smoke. for the basis of that. Now, what, how does he take his coffee? Does he drink espresso? Does he drink it black? Does he drink it with extra cream, extra sugar? 
that's going to dictate also the idea of does he want a full-bodied cigar or a mild cigar. If he's extra cream, extra sugar guy, it's going to go be to, to a mild cigar. Well, and cigar. to that point, you can also ask if, if you're not sure about coffee or the guy doesn't drink coffee, if he's into micro-brew beer. Perfect. He may be more on the geeky side, and if he just drinks Coors Light by the case, okay, now we're, we, we, get, right. we know where to go from there. So those are the type of questions that we would qualify somebody to try to because somebody comes in for a gift, we want to make the perfect purchase, right? They want to be happy when the guy gets the cigars and says, oh, my God, I love these cigars. And it's like, oh, my God, they figured it out for me in advance. And we do not batting a 1,000, but we do very good. So those are some of the key questions. So on a side note, I look forward to the day when you guys graduate to a new intro for the Debonair segment. The guy on that song reminds me of a very ungentlemanly boss I once had who made my life miserable. I'd like to fast. I have to fast forward past that song every time. Can I offer to come up with a new intro and send it to you guys? Please. Anything would be better than that guy. And we are. I, I emailed him back, and uh, so me, we'll give see me that what, one too. I want that one too. We'll see what Mike says. So yes, um, and I think it's time for us to clean up a lot of the different things. Maybe for 2018 or something different intros and different segments and different commercial things, and keep it alive because we don't want you fast forwarding past. These advertisers, that's the idea of it, uh, for you to listen and buy their product. And it's a win-win situation, right, is what we're trying to right. create here. So uh, with that, right now, it's time for this classic day in classic history brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's Undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. And this is a classic segment with you calling yourself an idiot in the background. I like it. We're keeping that one. All right. All right. So Jonathan didn't study. I never studied. Did our lovely producer study? And thank you for noticing I'm lovely. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> No, I didn't. I, I have a new strategy for this week. All right. Awesome. We're on a fair and level playing ground. And Barry is our champion. So we're going to start with Barry Stein. Napoleon Bonaparte is the crown emperor of France in Paris today, December 2nd. What year? He was crowned. Uh, 1748. 1748, Ed Sullivan. 1787. 1787. 1605. 1605. A point goes to Ed Sullivan. He says 1787. It was 1804. Ed Sullivan gets the point, and it moves over to Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan, the first model A4 to sold today. Believe it or not, $385. The first one ever was sold today. Model T, Model A Ford. 1901. 1901, he says with a question mark. 1802. 1802. 1903. 1903 for the point. 
Barry Stein, 1927. Oh, wow. Did you write that down? Yep. Just checking on you. One point for Barry, one point for Ed, Mr. Jonathan. Goose egg. Over to you. The first human birth is televised on television. KAO TV, Denver, Colorado, today. What year? 1982. 1982, Barry. 1995. 1995, Ed Sullivan. 1974. 1973. If you were studying, you know today is the birthday of Britney Spears, American pop star. Baby One More Times, oops, I did it again, and I will slay for you. Born in Mississippi, Britney Spears. Born today, what year? 1982. 82. 1975. 75. 84. 84. Point for Mr. Jonathan at 75, it's 81. Very close, Ed Sullivan. Yeah. But point goes to Mr. Jonathan, who now took the lead. One question to go. Game two, over. Two to one to one. And this goes over to Mr. Jonathan. By the way, she's in my browser history. She is. <laughs> <laughs> Too much information. Birthday today, Lucy Liu, American actress. Allie Beal, actress who played the leading role in 2000 film Charlie's Angels. She also voiced the character of Viper in the animated film Kung Fu Panda. And obviously, Kill Bill. Lucy Liu. Born today, what year? 1970. 70. 71. 71. I also had 1970. And everybody's over. Mr. Jonathan is our champion. Well, Two to one to that one. That goes to prove. What was the answer? I was going to go 60, 69. 68. Okay. 68. 68. So that is it. Send your cards and letters to Mr. Jonathan um, on the cigarauthority.com. Where do they go? They just go contact to the, us page. Contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. Let's get some more letters in the mail. Or we could end but the I, show because we're going to end the show. All right. But um, I love this. This is what I love. Gold, which Jerry. Is, uh, we call it gold because it is gold. Uh, that is it. Next week, uh, it's getting cold here in New England, so the owners of Southern Draw decide to make their way up to see us. Are we up? We're up. We're up. We're up. And um, they call him Joe D, and he's a stogie geek, officially. And he's going to join us here on The Cigar Authority. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And if you've learned nothing else in the last two hours, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.